Hey guys, and welcome to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast. I'm Alex Fasulo, your host, six-figure freelance writer, serial entrepreneur, Fiverr Pro seller, and digital nomad. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about working for yourself online as a freelancer today. I've been freelancing for over six years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. Welcome back to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast, where we chat all things remote work, freelancing, mindset, and financial freedom. This week, I'm very excited to welcome on Brittany Edwards, a self-growth, self-love, and mindset creator on social media today. Brittany has over 100,000 followers on TikTok. Congrats for that, where she posts about everything from classic style and self-confidence to manifesting your dream life. Brittany, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. All right, so I love your TikTok because I feel like I don't know many other people who have the exact same niche that you do, which is kind of combining self-love, manifesting with style tips, recommendations, because how we look is a huge part of self-love, self-confidence, and it all kind of ties in together. And so that's why I love your TikToks. I feel like it's it's one of a kind with that. But what when did you first get the idea to go on TikTok and start doing this? It was definitely when I started my own journey which was about two years ago of like, you know, moving in New York City. And then the the whole idea of like becoming the woman of my dreams is when I decided to move to New York and, Mm -hmm. you know, follow this career and this idea lifestyle that I've always wanted. TikTok, I don't know. I felt like at the beginning of the year, something told me that I was going to do something that would be like a little bit inspiring. And somehow TikTok was one of the first things that came to mind because I was always an introvert in that I don't know, but I'm, I'm sure you do. TikTok is one of those places where even introverts can thrive, I feel like, oh, yeah. because like you're there and you, you don't really see anyone that you know in the real world. So you're really there to like create, you know, something new, something that no one has ever seen before from you. And you don't have to worry about any outside opinions or, you know, any opinions from people that you know. So yeah, that was, that was really how it started. And yeah, it, it really just sparked from my own self-improvement journey. When I look at self-improvement, it's every single thing, you know, it's not even, Mm -hmm. it's not just the mindset. It's not even the physical thing. It's about, you know, improving your social circles and and relationships and career and everything. So I I feel like it's everything as a whole. Oh, definitely. I I have to go back even to the beginning then. What, when did you kind of have this like epiphany that you wanted to go on this like self-improvement journey? Because I, I also, I moved to New York City when I was 22 kind of on the same quest now, six, seven years later, I feel like I'm in a different place. But what, what kind of sparked that for you, like wanting to improve yourself? Because I know so many people who say they want to, but they don't actually take the steps. Right. So I've always been a strong believer of like evolution. And I feel like we're all put on this earth to evolve in some way and become the person that we are meant to be. So I've always had that mindset, even as a little girl. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just being around certain people, they never really understood it. Or like, I never really understood why they didn't think, you know, evolving and trying to become your best self was important to them. But it was always something that I felt like was ingrained in me. Mm -hmm. And only up until recently, it just... After a while of like, how can I say this? You know, like looking at people that were super inspiring to me and wondering how they got to where they were. Mm-hmm. And it, I feel like we all have to go through the same process. Mm-hmm. So it, it really started with the idea of looking at the people that were 
you know, like role models for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I felt like there was, it's more of like a, ah, oh, the word is there. The word is there. It's, it's more of like a, a science behind it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of say the same thing to people when I'm like, you guys, you have a divine purpose. You're not on this planet floating around just by happenstance. There's, if you pay attention every day, you can see, you know, there's, I don't believe in coincidences. You can see the purposeful connection between so many things, opportunities that come your way. I feel like I can draw meaning out of all of it if you just choose to start seeing it that way. And I feel like that's like the hardest part is to get someone to go from not seeing all of it to to realizing it's like right in front of you, you know, like the opportunities that are meant for you are actually right there. I mean, you just have to change, you know, how you start to see that. I don't know if you had like a like a specific moment or like a person who said something to you that like got that light bulb to go off for you. I wish I did, but it was just I felt like it was one of those moments where like I was already I already had that mindset pretty much. But I wish there was something that was like a click of the, like a a flip of the switch, pretty much that said, this is the defining moment. This is it right here. But honestly, I, I felt like moving to New York city was the spark that I needed. It was Mm -hmm. the drive that I needed. Just seeing the, the hustle and bustle of the city and seeing everybody work hard. If anything, that was probably the spark of, I'm not where I want to be. I'm in this city. I have the resources here for me. How can I start to put that in place so I can start to work towards the life that I want and become the woman that I want pretty much. But yeah, I, yeah. It, it was mainly just New York, just being super inspiring here. It'll, it'll do something to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I know people post all the time on TikTok when they feel like called to go to any, could be New York, could be Switzerland or whatever. And it's so funny when that happens, like you're, we, you know, we have like a little compass inside of us. If we just pay attention to it, 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 tells you, you know, go here, do this, do that. That's awesome. Yours brought you to New York. Would you say starting on this mindset journey, would you say it was difficult at all? Like, did you have to unlearn thinking patterns? Was it like exhausting? Yes. So there was a moment when I realized that whatever it was that I was doing was not right. There was, yeah. you know, things like trauma that I had to reverse like childhood trauma, even like, you know, young, young adult trauma that I had to reverse Mm -hmm. and patterns that I had to change as well. So yeah, it's definitely for, for me, it was definitely things that I had to change, like patterns, like laziness and like small minded thinking Mm -hmm. and just the things that I was doing day to day that just wasn't, it wasn't inspiring enough. It wasn't getting me to where I was, but also it was listening to other people. And mm-hmm. other people putting their own ideas and or projecting their own fears onto me that made me think that what whatever it was that I wanted to do, I couldn't do it. And so mm-hmm. I believed them. And so like yeah. I had to I had to do the whole thing. I had to do the whole thing, go through therapy and mm-hmm. go through my own journey. Journaling a lot has helped me and just doing things alone allowed me to learn a lot about myself. And the things that I really liked. And so I feel like a, a lot of people will go through this when they are starting to work on themselves. They will have this period of where they are doing things alone and they're kind yeah. of spending time with themselves. They're learning about themselves. They're seeing their patterns that are either good or bad, things that they can carry with them into the future and mm-hmm. things that they just need to let go. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a process. So 
therapy, journaling, and just giving myself my undivided attention. Yeah, I know. For like the six years I was in New York, I was just, I just went, 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 happy hour, networking event, party, going out, and it was just nonstop. And when I left New York, actually almost one year this month, I've learned more about myself this year than ever than the past seven years because I've been all alone because I just like kind of moved like somewhere brand new. And it's not easy, you know, getting to know yourself in some ways because there might be things about yourself you're not proud of or or if you're struggling, you know, you have to start to learn how to love yourself for everything that you are, even the things people have told you are bad things about you. And the last year I've spent a lot of alone time on the beach and it's obviously on some level, you know, nice and relaxing, but then on on other levels it's kind of scary because you're like oh my gosh, I'm not constantly booked right now. Here they come, here they come, all the the buried trauma and everything. It's very, it's a very real thing that I'm experiencing right now. <laughs> yeah, um, I had gone through the same thing, but like actually during the pandemic, <laughs> like I had no other choice but to pay attention to myself and just, sure. you know, stop relying on, on other people to to, you know, entertain me, I had to, you know, mentally and emotionally entertain myself. And through mm-hmm. that whole process of like, you know, being by myself in my apartment during the pandemic, I was just like, wait a minute, like, let me just listen to what it is that I want without other people like yeah. around me. And like, it, it, you'll be surprised with the things that you'll see, the things that inspire mm-hmm. you and, and the, the hobbies that you'll create. It's, it's, it's really great. And I, I call it, it's really just like the journey of self, mm-hmm. you know, the journey of like self-discovery. That's a good book title. If you write a book, <laughs> <laughs> the journey of self, that's a good one. Now, you know, I have to ask, cause I know this is for me, Ben, the hardest part of this whole mindset journey is on the other side of each level up that you do, you know, you shed some people along the way cause they're not leveling up in their mindsets with you at the same time. Maybe they will some other time in their life. But they're negative, you know, the negativity and stuff. You don't want to be around it anymore. Maybe they don't want to be around you because you're positive. So have you had, you know, any situations with that kind of losing people? Yes, I definitely have. I've lost, you know, lots of really close friends to me. After going through like the whole like self-discovery thing and realizing my own toxic traits, I started to see the same traits that I had within me. I started to see them in other people that were around me, which is, it makes sense because I think people call it like trauma bonding Mm -hmm. or something where you bond to people because you share certain traumas or certain like toxic traits. But after, you know, just working on yourself and going through like, you know, the healing journey, which is what I did, I realized that I, I had to let people go because we were no longer in alignment. It was so sad, but it just, it just made sense. And if anything, if they did want it to, you know, work on themselves, which I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure eventually they will. They will look at me as inspiration and then come back and be like, I'm right there with you. I get it. I I definitely had to let some people go, but honestly, people had to let me go too. Like I, I'm definitely not, I'm definitely not perfect. People have had to let me go in the past because I wasn't, you know, the person that I should have been. So it's it's completely understandable. It's, It's literally just a journey. I know. And I think that's part of all of it is not taking it so personally and like realizing that they're on their journey, you're on your journey. Because we we want to, you know, if they like drop us because of whatever, we want to be mad at them and angry because we miss them because we cared about them. And I feel like that's the whole mindset journey is getting to a place where you don't take that so personally. And you just, I tell myself that a lot too. I'm like, 
you know, when we like plant the seeds for people and maybe they're not ready to like grow it into a plant yet, but they might be in 10 years and you never know, they might come back. They might, they might have another season in your life. So what tips would you give to someone right now listening to this who wants to level up their mindset? Like where, where would you recommend they start this whole process? I would say you definitely want to take like a pen and paper down and write down what would be like, what is the most inspiring thing for you? So like, what is the Mm -hmm. life that you dream of? What is the person that you dream of? How does she look? How does she speak? How does she present herself? Mm -hmm. What even what, what is her mannerisms? What Mm -hmm. is her career look like? What does she live? Who is her partner? Literally every single thing that you can ever imagine, because you really need to take your thoughts and put them down to paper so you can actually see what it is that you are thinking it can actually just it helps with the whole visualization right so yeah i would definitely say write it down and kind of organize things and take it you know one step at a time so what i like to do is like section it off you know first is going to start with us so the mindset will be number one thing how can you improve your mindset and it's about you know being positive giving yourself the self-validation constantly and encouraging yourself every single day. And if you ever need to go back to like your little pen and paper where you, you need a reference, you can always go back and see, you know, your progress and the things that are probably take a little bit longer or the things that you may have completed and it's time to move on to the next step. So definitely for mm-hmm. sure, writing things down. Like I, I have a book that I've been using literally since 2016. It's insane. And the, the notebook has things like, you know, loyal and brave and, and, and smart and all of these powerful words that just inspires me. And as I'm writing my goals in that book, I feel like it's all like being ingrained in me. Yeah. And I like to go back to it constantly as a reference, just to remind myself why I'm on this, this journey. So I feel like it's, it's such a good thing to do because it's just your little book and mm-hmm. it's there for you to, to kind of help you keep going. Yeah, and I actually tell people almost the same thing when they ask me about starting freelancing. So guys, if you're listening, you only need this one journal or book. You can do all of these things in it because I'll always say to them, they're like, what should I freelance? Kind of the same thing. And I'll say, well, write down like what makes you happy. And it can be anything, you know, from organizing pencils to painting. Like it can be anything. Don't be ashamed. And kind of, you know, like write it all down and then start to see like there might be categories that form and you might start to learn more about what you want out of life. So it's funny because you just kind of said almost the same thing. There's definitely so much power in there, like so much like therapy and writing your thoughts down, you know, in the safe book that that no one else is going to see. No one can make fun of you for it. And you're free to just be you in it. I I, want to get more into journaling regularly. You're inspiring me to do that right now (laughs) because it definitely it's just such a good exercise. I think for any person, no matter what kind of person you are, introverted, extroverted, doesn't matter. I think everyone needs their little safe book that they can put their their thoughts into. I was also going to ask you, too, I love that on your account you post about fashion, and I think that's awesome and interesting because I know people wouldn't necessarily tie that into everything we're talking about right now. They'd be like, how come you're now bringing up fashion? But it does tie into all of it. And I, I watch your videos where you're like, you want to take, you want to make it classier, you know, do a V-neck, you know, put on the loafers, put on, put on the belt. And it's just, I know for me, anytime I dress up and I feel I look good in my outfit, I'm in a better mood. 
we're in better moods when we when we feel good about how we look that day. And I think that needs to be talked about more. So I was going to just ask you, you know, what's your what's your process for fashion? You know, how'd you get into that? Well, for for fashion, I've always been extremely passionate about fashion. It's just one of those, I guess I would say like hobbies that I love, just like building, you know, a wardrobe, for instance. But for me, when it comes to fashion, I feel like it is a major part of self-improvement. Like, of course, it's not the most important part. But after you've done all the things, all the spiritual work and all of the self-work, then next thing it is going to be your outer appearance and how you present yourself to the world. Because unfortunately, we, we live in a place where, you know, visuals are very important and just being your, you know, most presentable and your best self and putting your best foot forward is really important, no matter how much we try to say it's not, it is. So what I'm doing now, because we've, we've gone through so many different journeys on our TikTok and within our community, finally, we're in the fashion portion and the fashion segment of self-improvement. And so a lot of the girls, you know, were just asking me about my personal style and they've been doing it for months. And I felt like now was the time to, you know, now just kind of like show them how they can dress a little bit more classier or a little bit more sophisticated and refined. Something that, of course, matches their personality and the energy that they exude. Um, but yeah, I I feel like fashion is one of those things that it's kind of like a vision board. <laughs> it's kind of like a vision board. You dress like the woman that you dream of, the woman that you want to be, and you literally become her. It, it becomes easier. You become more inspired when you look the part. Yeah, no, I mean, we attract the energy we put out into the world. And that, you know, that's both up here as well as here. And I think a lot of the times people don't want to hear that because there's, I think, some element of comfort for them not standing out with how they look. They don't want to be noticed in a room necessarily. They don't want the attention that comes from looking classy. You, you get compliments for that. And I guess, how, what would you say to them? Like, how, how could they work through that kind of mental roadblock if they're afraid to look the part if they're afraid to look like the classy, sophisticated woman in the room? So I feel like the, the main goal really is to figure out what your personal brand is. Mm. Even if it's not like, you know, being your classiest self or any, it, it, I, I feel like the, the main part is figuring out who you are first and how are you going to present that to the world? And I feel like that's what's more important than even, you know, looking sophisticated. If you are able to learn who you are and create the, the woman of your dreams, eventually, you know, your style is going to have to present itself as well. Like for, for you example, like you have, you know, the fiery red hair, like I can already tell the energy yeah. that is being exuded just from, you know, the hair and the style alone, you sure. know? And so you, you have your own personal brand. Yeah. And so I think that that that's important just with figuring out who you are and your, your style is just a way for you to express yourself to the world. Yeah. I love that. I, I could talk about that all day because I love fashion. So anytime anyone does a fashion video on my TikTok, I'm like, yes, I'm here to watch this. It's like living art to me, you know, and, and any exactly. style. Yeah, it's, it's like the sky's the limit with it. Okay, so just to wrap this up, we obviously both believe that manifesting is a very, very real thing. 
Why do you think it is that so many people reject that or make fun of it? I always say a lot of people make fun of it. Because it's not something that you can see or feel. And so it, there's so many different things that could play a huge role into why people don't feel like it's real. And it's because a lot of people probably aren't connected with themselves spiritually just yet. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that plays a major role. It's kind of like, it, it's kind of like soul searching, but it's also like creating in the non-physical world, you know, and, mm-hmm. and creating the life that you want without actually having to see it. So you have to believe it first, right? It's all a mindset thing. It's so hard to explain, but like it's, and it's very cliche, but when they say seeing is believing, literally, if you can see it within your mind and you can visualize it, put on a vision board and all those things, it can actually happen. It's just you have to believe that it can subconsciously. The more we think about those things, our thoughts will kind of lead to our actions and our actions will kind of show up in the real world. Yeah, that's a good way. I, I haven't thought of it like that. They're scared of it because it's intangible. You can't see it, you know, and and yeah, you have to tap into the spiritual side of yourself, which people are only ready to do that at whatever specific time they're kind of meant to do it. And so what's next for you? What's what's on deck for 2022 for you? Do you have any big TikTok plans for your account? I'm, I'm trying to create something for my community. I definitely want to see how YouTube is going to go. So I've been looking mm. more into seeing if we can do more YouTube videos because a lot of the the girls from my community has been asking about longer videos and doing YouTube. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And then also I've been looking at kind of like products and and stuff and like maybe Mm -hmm. even like a journal of some sort for the girls, which it makes a lot of sense because we we talk about it all the time, but now it's time to kind of like write everything down. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's a few things that are like up in the air. But it it will be definitely happening in the next few months. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. So it's growing. I know. Let me know if you have better luck with YouTube than me. Because I have been trying to get it to go this year. And there's so many moving parts and tech and everything that goes into it. That I, I don't know. YouTube might have won with me. So I hope, I hope you don't feel that way about it. <laughs> Certainly pays a lot better than TikTok does. That's for sure. All right. So for everyone listening, where can they find you online? Where can they go follow you? Yeah. So my TikTok handle is Brittany E. So that's B-R-E-N-T-T-A-N-Y-E. And then my Instagram is Brittany underscore. That's B-R-E-N-T-T-A-N-Y underscore. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Brittany, for coming on. And I can't wait to watch more of your TikTok videos. All right. And thank you so much for having me. 